Give you a shot. This is not going to go well. <laughs> You are listening to an episode of the Lucky Girl Complex, hosted by me, Lara Weber. <laughs> that was actually perfect. Before I begin today's show, I would like to begin by acknowledging the traditional owners of the land in which I'm recording this podcast today. I would like to pay my respects to elders, past, present, and emerging. Hello everyone and welcome back to the show. So today I'm very excited about this episode. We have our first guest and the first guest is no other than my best friend, Neve, who's been my best friend for 10 years. Our friendship has literally been one of the biggest blessings in my life. Neve has seen it all, been through it all with me. We've not only been best friends for 10 years, but we've lived together for how many of the 10 years? Like Six or seven, like I think. close to six or seven years. We since we since we moved out of home to go to uni, we've pretty much lived together pretty consistently. Although we didn't see each other for a year and a half when I lived in South Africa, so we'll talk a little bit about that. Having a long distance best friendship, it almost feels like our friendship is more than that. Like Neve's like my sister, but also like my wife. And so yeah, I've got my husband and my wife in my life, balancing them both. Which again, we'll talk all about that balancing friendships, relationships, all that kind of stuff. So I'm really excited to get into it and also yeah I think it's it's really exciting to have a guest and not only have a guest but someone that I'm like so close and so comfortable with I think it's the perfect opportunity for you guys to like get to know me and me and Neve's friendship a little bit and also hopefully you can draw some inspiration from this episode because we're going to keep it really chill and lighthearted and just chat through things but honestly on a in that deep level I feel like having these sorts of healing genuine friendships where you can be so truly yourself and just having someone like that really roots for you and supports you and is there for you on a friendship level is just it's so important mm. I think especially in this like stage of life where you know in our 20s we're just figuring things out figuring out what we want and having that kind of like consistent friendship and even just someone who's seen me through so many different phases true definitely helps just navigating yeah life. yeah exactly so anyway without any further ado okay maybe neve i know your little neve's not really a podcast kind of gal guy so she's very very kindly offered to do this and i know she would rather not be talking <laughs> on the mic um, <laughs> i had to really bribe her to do this so guys be nice um but also i'll give you a bit of i'll intro you from That'd my perspective okay. and then you can like jump in maybe okay okay so or do you want to do job interview style where i'll be like tell me a little bit about yourself no, no. okay <laughs> okay so a little bit about neve she is the coolest person on the planet she's my best best friend <laughs> <laughs> nah okay genuinely okay so a little bit this is a great this is like can be like a first question like how would i describe you True. okay so neve is a interior designer she's also a qualified architect or well not exactly qualified I st- it's a bit confusing. she has a bachelor's in architecture yes. that's right yeah. so she's worked in architecture for a few years and just moved over to interior design mm-hmm. she is super i would say you're a really creative person visually she's so like neve is always in charge of like my bedroom decor and anything <laughs> And anything interior or graphic design, because I feel like you've got a great eye for that. Hmm, what else are your interests? She loves she, she loves music. Her and Steve and my boyfriend love to DJ together. She's actually really good, and I feel like you should be making that a side hustle. Maybe so. Maybe next episode will be me promoting her SoundCloud. Let's see. <laughs> that would be moving very fast. Um. Yeah, I don't know. Like, oh, oh. So she's half Irish. That's a fun fact. I forget, like, you have a life before me, like True. other things. Grew up in Melbourne. And funny story, so we met because 
Should we, do you want to, you know, you can explain our friendship, how we met. Okay. Yeah. It's actually kind of a cute story. So <laughs> I remember, so I grew up in Melbourne, but then my family moved to Tasmania and we both moved to, well, yeah, I moved to this really small town in Tasmania, Bernie. The town. And um, I remember like in my first week, I, cause I really didn't want to leave Melbourne. I was so sad that we were packing up and leaving and I was like, oh, maybe it'll be all right. Like I'll make new friends in this new little school. And I remember I got there and everyone was like, because it was year nine. So everyone was already had their little, times. Yeah, everyone had their little groups and friendships and also because we were a really small school. Like, no one was that welcoming of new people. and I think- Everyone from our school listening, like, fuck you. <laughs> Eventually people. I'm kidding. But at the beginning. I, and I had the same experience. But anyway, I'll get into that. But then um, I think on my first day, I, like, remember it was recess. And I was like, I don't know what to do. And I went Aww. and sat in the bathroom. <laughs> that makes me so sad. And I think it was, like, the second or third day I had a PE class. And Aww. and then that's when I met Lara. And I was like... <laughs> Oh my god, like, they were the first person to like talk to me and she was so bubbly and nice. <laughs> and I was like, oh. and she was new as well. So yeah. like, like the previous year. So you'd been there for a year. Yeah, so right? I literally immigrated to Australia the year before and I started at our high school in year eight. So yeah. I had the same experience. So I guess maybe that's why we bonded. <laughs> True. And then I was just like, I was just, I feel like we got along so well from the get-go. Mm. I was like, just so excited to meet someone where we just... We're vibing. Literally. I, I think that night we got home and like went on FaceTime. Yeah. And just chat, 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 chat. That's why I always say, Neve and I, like, obviously my relationship soulmate, love you, Stephen, if you're listening, but Neve is literally <laughs> like, I literally say she's like my soulmate. Like literally yeah. the second we met, we were like best friends and yeah. it was not one of those. And it I think that's what weird at all. Exactly. It was just straight into it. Straight into it. So easy. Like, mm-hmm. and the, the best thing about when I met Neve as well is that she like, I don't know, you also made me be like, oh, yeah, like, I'm all right. Because you were like, oh, you're so, like, you made me feel like a nice person and you, like, understood me. So, like, straight away, I feel like yeah. we saw each other yes. on, like, a deeper level. Like, True. And I remember that at the time, like, I still was dealing with, like, kind of, like, you know, bullying and things like that. And it was kind of nice because you came into the picture and then I was like, oh, like, I can be myself. Like, oh, that's how it so felt. so cute. Yeah. And it's so cute to look back on because we were... How old were we, like, 12? I was... 13? I think I was 14. Yeah, I was 14. Oh, true. You would have been 13. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Oh, little, little kids. Is that right? There was never any kind of... You know those periods where you kind of fall out with friends? Yeah. And something happens and you don't talk yeah. for a couple of months? Yeah, I don't think never. That ever happened. We've always been literally right or die. Like, we would go to school, have <laughs> class together... On the like sometimes on the drive home, my mum's driving me home where I'm already on FaceTime with me. Like, or we'd be, go, be going to each other's houses. Literally, like, <laughs> yeah. I remember even in year twelve, remember there were rumors about us dating. Like, I think yeah. <laughs> there was a rumor that went around the school that we were secretly a couple. <laughs> what okay you have to make it weird. <laughs> i know oh my gosh but i don't know i feel like we definitely have a very special friendship and especially high school is one of those things where it's like i don't know a lot of friendships you know like it's it's a thing to have like a best friend and your best friend you like do things mm-hmm. with and go to part like it's like very like a bit more of like a- yeah like there's like almost things that you feel expected to like posting and all these types of stuff but i feel like we just got it along so well it's, it's always been like easy yeah 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 Gosh, that's crazy. Okay, is there anything else in high school that I feel like I should have mentioned? Not really, hey. Okay. Oh, a question could have been, what's your first impression of me? But we already covered that. Yeah, I just, yeah. I remember just seeing you and being like, 
It's so hard to remember because it's so long ago yeah. now, but I can I can picture myself in that gym seeing you. And I, remember the da- like, I remember the day. Yeah. I'm pretty sure we like had to be in the same group for something, and we were mm. just like, we got along from the get-go. I know. And I was just like, oh my god, that class was so fun. And then you introduced me to like your little group of friends. Yeah. And you were like telling me to hang out with you at lunch, and I was like, oh, thank mm. god. Yeah, moving to a new school is so scary. Like it was so much scarier than I thought it would be. Because mm, you were Miss Popular in Melbourne. <laughs> Neve literally, I remember Neve literally had a million friends from Melbourne. I went and went to school and everything for safety, but literally, she you had so many. Friends. She had like three, two friends visited you in like your first month of moving to yeah, Tasmania. To her two best friends at the time. I think it was. I was pretty lucky to be in a year level where everyone was friends. Like in my year seven and eight. Yeah. Everyone just got along so well. I don't know if it was yeah. just my experience, but... <laughs> Maybe. Um, this is a good question. So you moved from an all-girls school, oh, really unpacking school. the to a co-ed school. What do you think the experience of that was like? Like oh. moving from, yeah, all-girls to then... Well, I think... Because I did go to a co-ed primary school, so yeah. it's not like going back to a co-ed high school yeah. was too much of a shock. But I think... Because I, I was so young in year seven and eight that I wasn't... I just loved the idea that I could go to school and not be, like, distracted. Yeah. <laughs> or be distracted by anything yeah. other than, like, learning and making friends. Um, but then it was a little bit... Not distracting going to a co-ed school, but I did feel more like the whole viewing yourself from the and male gaze. Yeah. Like, I feel like that started earlier. True. Maybe because it's just, like, how people... Um, would interact with each other in high school. I feel yeah. like it's it's just the age and everyone yeah. goes through it, but interesting yeah I always want I always wonder that because I felt the same when I came to high school but again I don't know if it's the age or if it is a cultural thing but I felt like when I moved to Tasmania from South Africa mm. that my perception like I found guys at school so much more like scary and intimidating yes, it was but, scary. but in like primary school I guess yeah because I was in primary school but it was still the age was not that different I was in South Africa so I was in year seven mm. and I remember like half the guys in my classes were like like my brother like we were like besties yeah. like really close and it's like we would even like I think we wouldn't go to like hang out at each other's houses like I was good friends with all the guys and it was pretty normal like you never would th- even think about the fact that they're a guy mm-hmm. but then when I moved to Tasmania like it very it felt different like yeah. I don't know the vibes were just like I don't look at in their direction. Yeah. Like I'm scared. Like, do I look pretty to them? Again, yes. it could be an age thing, but I don't know. It just felt like a weird shift. Yeah, I, I don't wonder know. if it's an age thing or if it was specific to like small. And I think town. yeah, because I was gonna say I feel like the dating. I guess even though you're like a kid, like the the, <laughs> the pool and the dating pool so small that it's like everyone you go to school with is like everyone that exists True. in your realm. In your, yeah. So you're thinking maybe a little bit more about like, oh, everyone yeah, has to like me. Yeah. There's no other option. Literally. And they're not just, yeah, they're not just who you go to school with. They're like everyone. Like, Cause for <laughs> me, like in South Africa, when I grew up in Cape town, it's like, cool. You got your school friends, you go to school. You meet someone new every day. Yeah. Like, you've, you've got like, you even just like have heaps more family friends or like, you know, because there's so yeah. many, it probably was similar in Melbourne. Like there's just mm-hmm. so much more beyond your school world yes. it's like it's a ho- it's own little realm but like it felt like in bernie like it was kind of i don't know yeah. like you, you you're more different. you're more perception conscious that's yes. why i think and i think that's everyone's I think. I think everyone's quite different but i think maybe i i, I was pretty like conscious of how i was perceived mm, back in the day sure. but anyway 
So yeah, I guess that's our history. Next question I was going to ask. So bit of context, right? So Neve and I went to high school together, lived close to each other. So we saw each other a lot. Obviously we had lots of other friends as well. Then we moved to uni at the same time. We didn't technically live together in first year though. So we both were at the uni apartment accommodation, but like same accommodation we could, we building. We could go to each other's rooms whenever we wanted. Like, yeah, it yeah. It was the same building. It was kind of like neighbors, which was really fun. And um, that was the first year. Second year, we then moved into a house mm-hmm. oh, with our friend Grace, who yeah. listens. Love you, Grace, <laughs> if you're listening to this. Um, for two years ish. Yes, yeah, yeah. Two years. But you so, were gone for one? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's a good question. We'll go in that order. Okay, so then, yeah, we lived together for a few years. And then in when I was in second year, I moved back to South Africa for a while. I went because I had a long distance boyfriend at the time which that didn't work, but then I ended up staying there longer. So we didn't see each other for a whole year and a half, which was like the longest probably of our friendship. I think before that, yeah. the longest I hadn't seen you would have been that month you were in Europe in like Or well, when you would go back over to Oh, true. I would go for like six too. weeks. Yeah. So how do you feel like, how do you think we manage to navigate like not our friendship when we don't see each other? And like, I don't know, like what do you, what do you find the experience like? Or do did you find the experience like? Um, I think it was always like, I remember at the beginning when you'd be leaving, we'd be like, oh, like, oh, sad, like, gonna miss you, gonna miss you. But maybe because it happened every, like, for context, every year, Lara would go back for the school summer holidays to South Africa, mm. like, since I met you, I think. Yeah. So I guess maybe that conditioned us for a year and a half, a pretty long time. Mm. But um, I think, I, like, these days with phones and, mm. you know, we were able to just, contact each other whenever and I think what was important is because even though we weren't physically together we were still able we still kept each other in the loop with everything Mm. and through that we felt close still yeah like I think when when things start um when things start when you start to lose contact with people and you stop telling them things that like Mm. happening in your every day that's when you don't feel as close anymore yeah so I think because we were like and I honestly think the mundane details, details like that matter. Yes, for Like sure. even for me, if I'm like, literally I'll be in South Africa, maybe, ooh, language, yep. like one in the morning, I'll still, for you, and I'm still like, oh my gosh, this guy in the parking lot was so annoying. Yeah. Like, like, like we, like small details, like I'm always texting you what's happening. Like, oh, so like, what's up now? Yeah, literally, <laughs> literally. I guess it would be very similar to people that have long distance romantic relationships. Yeah. Like, it's just, because the whole idea of friendships is like feeling like you're, in each other's lives and up to date. That's how you can feel close to someone mm. when you know what their day to day is like and how you yeah. can connect. Yeah. So that's probably how we stayed that feeling of connectedness mm. whilst being on the other side of the yeah. world. Yeah, <laughs> so true. That's that's and I guess that's also the hard thing about friendship these days because I always like in terms of other friend like it helps also that we live together but we would we always text each other regardless. <laughs> but it's hard to do that with everyone. So it's yeah. like it, it's it is a hard thing to navigate. But I feel like that's just life. Like most people understand. Like you've got your core people that you can you are able to keep in touch with every day and then beyond that it's it's like exhausting like I'm Mm. I very much get overwhelmed like if I haven't replied to a few texts from people then I get really overwhelmed and like won't respond to any or like you know close the Instagram app or like whatever it is um I would say the same like for our friendship was just the always keeping in touch and facetiming like even when I lived in South Africa for that year and a half I would still say Neve is like my main support system because I would just facetime her all, like yeah, all the time same <laughs> yeah also for context i didn't even mention this but neve's actually a year younger than me so we're in the same year level but wait why are you why are you a year younger again <laughs> like why were you in the same year as me because i so i started school a year earlier because i'm born early enough in the year 
to make the cutoff. Oh, okay. So okay. my parents just enrolled me yeah. when I was four instead of five. Wow, smart queen over here. <laughs> it wasn't It wasn't to do with my IQ. <laughs> no, no, Neve, you, you are. I don't think you give yourself credit, though, for how smart you are. Like, you're very driven. Like, like... I, so I was studying business and I did law for a while, but mostly business and Neve was studying architecture and Grace as well, who we lived with. And it actually is so hard in time to mm. like your degree was it's insane. Like uh, I get so much respect for people who studied architecture. Cause that was, you were like, soul crushing. you were like always so busy with yeah. your degree, like constant. Yeah. It was intense. And you don't, I don't give yourself enough credit for how insanely hard that was. <laughs> um, yeah. And plus being, plus being a year younger, like Neve, you graduated before you were even 21, didn't you? Little baby so. genius. Yeah, I remember being in first year, I was 17 still. Yeah, that's crazy. I'm pretty sure you were 21 or you weren't 21 yet when you graduated, which yeah, is crazy. Yeah, I turned 21, 2019, so. Wow, that's crazy. That's really crazy to be graduated from a university oh, degree that early. Like we're friends because she guessed <laughs> I feel like we both do. True. Okay, that actually leads into a good question because I was going to say like, I'm still, I'm still going to ask you. My question is going to be like, why do you think our friendship works so well? But before I even ask that, like, I, I feel like what I think is that another reason our friendship works so well is that, and this just happens in life in general, like we all can be competitive and things like that, but we are just so like genuinely want the best for each other and root for each other so much that mm. that's why I think like... We work so well. Yeah. Like we're both always gassing each other up so much. And it's not even like, I don't know what it is though, because it's not like I try, like I just generally am so impressed by anything you do. And I'm like, oh my gosh, like she's so smart and amazing and perfect. And like, it's just generally how I feel. It's not like, I don't know. Like, I don't think I've ever felt like, oh, like envious of what you're doing and vice versa. And that's where I think helps because that's what gets in the way of friendships is like that little bit of, some, what your friend does makes you feel a bit insecure or yeah, inferior. And therefore, you kind of want to bring them down. Mm. Or, yeah. Why do you think that is? Like, why do you think that we have that dynamic? Or why do you think, from your expect- perspective, you uh, feel that way towards me? Um, the thoughts just stopped. <laughs> <laughs> um, wait, what was it? Repeat the question. The sorry. question was, like, why do you think that we are able to have a friendship where there's really, like, never any competition? Like, do you think that there's anything that we Pro- do? Probably or- because... We like, I guess we unpack a lot with each other mm. and therefore and keep each other in the loop so much that there's, I don't know, it's kind of like, it's a weird thing of feeling like we're in it together or rooting for each other together because mm. we can see where things started mm. and where like it's going. Yeah. If, if that makes sense. Like, true. We actually are also very opposite in a lot of ways, which yeah. is, it's so good because we're the exact same in mindset and mm-hmm. like we're both and like open. values. Yeah, and, and not even that we're exactly the same, but we're both open-minded. So what yes. you might un- learn and unpack in life, I can, I'm open to and I would agree with and then vice versa. Yeah. But we're opposite in ways that like, for example, you, I don't know, like our interests, like mm. our, our taste in men, <laughs> our taste in everything is different now that True. I think of it. Even our personalities, like, I, yes. you know, like I'm like very much the loud, like, person and you're very like you're not you're not quiet though like you're very sociable and talkative but you're not like a spotlight person yes, yeah hence sure. why i had to force to get her even on this podcast whereas i'm like talk to me look at me yeah. pick me and he's like get the camera out my face <laughs> very opposite in that way i remember when in high school we would have like domestics about posting on instagram all that classic drama that's funny yeah maybe maybe that's why we like we got through all the kind of um 
nitty gritty fighting at the, when we were younger. True. And now it's like because they were all like pointless things. But maybe like in new friendships when you're older, yeah, you kind of come across those harder childish fights yeah you don't really know how to deal with them with a new person okay so yeah that's very you know on to my next question like we've obviously navigated a lot of different areas of life together and like phases how do you feel like and I think that the other thing you know back on the topic of like competitiveness or like you know being opposite and going through like you know having different I don't know different phases of life like I feel like we've we've grown together in the same way in that, you know, we went to school together, went to uni together, graduated, you know, we've navigated the same phases in terms of career and studies and just like growing and developing, but also it's been different. Like we, for example, like I'm now in relationship for what a year and a half Mm -hmm. and you're single at the moment. And like, we've just, or there's been phases where you've been dating and I haven't been dating as much or like, like, I just feel like we've navigated a lot of different phases. Like, I don't know, like, how do you think that that, like, how do you Has feel like you, yeah. And how do you do it? Because I feel like that's something that friendships often like go their separate ways when one's yeah. like settled down with a boyfriend and one hasn't, or one's like focusing their career and one isn't like, mm. like, yeah. yeah. What, what's your tips for the gals? <laughs> <laughs> well, I reckon it definitely helps that we live together mm. because if we didn't live together, it would be so much harder, especially for you to find mm. time between like how to split your time between your partner and your friend because that's mm. usually where it goes wrong right mm. like the beginning of a new relationship people tend to be so excited yeah. and just want to spend every single day with their mm. like boyfriend girlfriend mm. so then they put their friends to the side because it's like oh they're always going to be there mm. but because we live together you've been able to like but to be fair it's not even just that because you definitely do make the time to mm. like stay in the loop with me and like make dedicated time for each other I remember I still remember this is probably what like a bit of a um change in time when we were at uni and I remember being so consumed by my assignments it must have been like towards the beginning and I remember you like said to me it was so sad you were like Neve like we don't make any dedicated friendship time for each other anymore like when was the last time we like went out for brunch or we went for a walk like I feel like you're just so busy with uni and like with your new architecture friends and <laughs> yeah. like, you like, were like you're making no time for me anymore and I was like oh my god I didn't even realize yeah you don't think just... of it because like we're always there like we're just always there yeah I was so swept up in like all this new stuff that was happening because we also moved out of home and then I think I remember from then I also made the intentional switch to be like okay you need, even though you're spending every day with someone, you still need to make intentional mm. time to actually do activities as you would if you weren't living with each other. Yeah, um, that's so true. Another thing is that the fact that me and Stephen, Lara's boyfriend, <laughs> get along so well, mm. like the three of us can hang out. So that's mm. probably easier for you because you're yeah. getting to spend time with both of us at once. Yeah, it works perfect for me. <laughs> I can kill two birds with one stone and it's like both of my favourite people in one place. And like I genuinely do love Stephen as a person. Like it's mm. pretty crazy how well we get along and have from the get-go. It's been, have you ever found it to be a struggle to try and um, like to balance it all or is it just kind of naturally? I don't, I don't know. I'm trying to think if I had really had any. I think that the thing that's helped with us is that I always feel like I can just tell you straight mm, like true. we n- I never have to like I don't know nothing's ever festered yes yeah I feel like our friendship has been so healing for me because it's one of the first 
like any sort of friendship or relationship, any just relationship dynamic experience where I've truly felt so safe to always express every feeling. Like mm-hmm. I'm never in a space where if I say this, I'm going to get in trouble or if I do yeah. this, I'm going to get, oh, it's going to be a disaster. Like, or like the friendship's going to end. Yeah. Like I'm going to be a scary yeah. thing as well where you feel like and it, friendship or relationship. Exactly. And f- having that safety is so like healing to me that like I, I'm not going to lose her if I speak up or I'm not going to mm. like knowing that you're just there for mm-hmm. me. And that's that. That's what I'm saying. It's like beyond a friendship. It's like a, si- yeah. like a sibling. Like it's like, we're just not, it's like a non-negotiable that yeah. we're always there for each other. Exactly. Um, Oh, that's what I was going to say. And then that reminded me of something that I wanted to say. Cause it's like the cutest thing ever. But when I was living in South Africa, I was going to therapy and this therapist was amazing. Like I, I tried to keep seeing her on zoom during lockdown, but it just got really hard. And oh, I just wish I could have her back. Cause I've been to people since and it's just not the same anyway, tangent. But I remember I went to this therapist and again, I'd been through a breakup. I was unpacking a lot of other things in my life and really just trying to like get to a lot of root causes. And I think we might've been talking about relationships. And I said, like, I just don't know if it's possible to have like this in a relationship and it be healthy. Or I don't know if, if it's possible, like whatever it was, like I just, I think I was just a bit cynical about a lot of things. And she was like, well, you know, you talk about your best friend, Neve, like wh- what's it like? You know, you've talked about your dynamic a lot. Like you guys seem to m- navigate conflict and you guys seem to be able to make time for each other and just listed all these things that I said. And she was like, so if you've seen that modeled in your friendship with Neve, like why don't you think it's possible in a, in a mm. relationship? And I was like, oh, that's so true. Would like, you say that was like a lot switched for you then? Yeah. Cause I was like, relationship-wise. exactly. Because you just, it's, it's, I've blamed like movie and movies and society and stuff. Like you think that relationships are like this volatile thing and it takes like work and like, it does take hard work all Always, but like that it can also be peaceful and easeful and just two mm. people th- supporting each other and that's our friendship modeled that to me mm. and I'm like yeah that's what I'll wait for and now I feel like that's what I have in my current relationship yes. obviously there's hard work and all that stuff like we'll save that for an episode with Stephen <laughs> but yeah like I think our friendship has modeled what's possible True. for me in a lot of ways and it's interesting because Stephen and I are so similar in a lot of ways yeah. so it's like you've found someone True. That- works it's steven's like a mix of you and me it's so literally weird. i it's always so say crazy. that it is so crazy i wonder if your future boyfriend is going to be a mix like between me and steven or no me oh. and you a mix between me and you <laughs> that makes no anyway. sense Honestly, I always wonder, like, you or Neve even says to herself, you say that, like, your boyfriend has would have to fit in with, like, oh, me. I don't know how it's going to work. <laughs> like, it's, because it, like, works pretty well as a three. Can you imagine adding a, like, a, yeah. They'd have to have a really nice personality. They'd have to be, like, down for joining a... A threesome. <laughs> <laughs> so if you want to date Neve, you have to date me and Steven, too, yeah. basically, if you're listening to this. Yeah. Well, please feel free to send your boyfriend application. <laughs> I feel so cringy even saying that, you know, this is something I wanted to ask. So like I'm referenced South Africa where, you know, I was going to therapy a lot. And then I, so then what happened was I came back end of 2019 and then Neve, myself and our friend Toby, we all moved to Melbourne at the same time. So again, still live together. Cause you know, we went from Tassie to, I was in South Africa to now Melbourne. And I was very much like, I don't know, like I'd come out of my like healing era and I was like super into personal development mm-hmm. and all that kind of stuff. And I feel like we would, again like in different phases like how yeah. how did you find that dynamic i think um I also think for was... context just like like i'd stopped i wasn't really drinking alcohol like i just i, yeah, I, I was really fun did, like yeah. party girl and then i came back and i was like so was st- like straight edge this, yeah i was like oh my god who are you but then 
it was still the same. I think what was good about you is you weren't like um, trying to push this agenda onto anyone. You were mm. kind of just like, hey guys, if you could please like, I remember you really struggled at the beginning with um, trying to be social with us, like our group of friends and mm. not drinking. Yeah, it's hard. And you'd be like, oh, I feel really bad. Like I don't want to like be the not fun one or mm. um, feel pressured into drinking. And then I think, we all of us to like eventually understood yeah we're like okay we're not gonna like Lara really doesn't want to drink we don't have to force her to drink <laughs> i feel like now we're still learning a lot from each other because i feel like yeah. you're pretty into personal development now and yeah. you're really on that same wavelength like neve i applaud so much and that i think you're a good testimony of someone that's healing and working on themselves but also single because At a slow pace <laughs> <laughs> but no no not even because i i see the way you navigate dating like i would love to we could do an episode on that and that you do it in such a secure way and i think that's a testament to growth you know what i mean yeah but a lot of it also has been like me learning from you as well <laughs> stop <laughs> yeah you was it you ran so i could walk or you <laughs> so i could run i think i right wait i walked so you ran so you could fly i don't know <laughs> I'm glad I could pave the way. Yeah. <laughs> but that's like true though. That's why on this podcast, like I think I do go ham sometimes with the tips and stuff. But I think ultimately like what I want to show in general, hence why I wanted this whole episode to even be just like a conversation is that I want to model good friendship just by, hey, this is what we're doing and it's going well. Like, yeah. you know, take what resonates true. type of thing. Yeah. And I think that's a good way to just live life. And I think mm. you do that for me in a lot of ways. Like we're constantly learning from each other. Like the way you are able to practice like patience and the way you're so like, you know, you're very good at being supportive and listening. That's one thing I've learned so much from Neve. I struggle with this because of my ADHD and that I'm very like, I'm just going to cut you off real quick. And I'm just going to like, <laughs> I'm thinking this, so I'm just going to say it. Da, 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 da. Like you've taught me to actually actively listen i think yeah. that's why i felt always so good being around you because i'll tell you something that's happened and to feel so like genuinely listened to mm. like you're really you're not like distracted or like trying to you know say your answer like you're just yes. observing and i think that's that's something that i'm learning through you and it's yeah. helped me a lot in a relationship context where i'm like True. trying to be more of an active listener <laughs> like it's you'll good. come to me and be like steven's done this and i'll be like look i reckon steven's because i yeah. like the way steven and i are so similar mm. in how we view things mm. so then i feel like it's easy if you ever have a problem with him Mm. I can like say his perspective yeah. because you trust me so much. Yeah, it helps a lot. You're like, oh, I can see yeah. his perspective now. Yeah, that because because it's so different in a relationship. It's it's easy to be. It's a lot easier to be an active listener in a friendship, but in a relationship, you when you're so not healing feelings involved, exactly yeah. and you're hearing them through your feelings like yeah. like i'm hearing what steven says if i'm not obviously in like a healed good state yeah. from like my insecurities yeah. so like it's so easy in a relationship to take things as an attack yeah because you're your most vulnerable you're like self, oh my god like, so you hate me like yeah. you know what i mean like oh i'm like it's it's you're not you're not actively listening you're hearing what you want to hear based on your feelings yeah, yeah and you've taught me a lot about like active listening like what is someone actually saying uh. yeah okay so i'm gonna try and wrap it up here i feel like we've covered a lot and it's flowed really nicely which is good I feel like we should close it off with a little bit of a tip because it wouldn't be the podcast without it. What would you say is your top tips for maybe top two tips for like intentional friendship, like maintaining mm. a friendship? Like what do you think? Yeah. Helps. Um, well, I guess to maintain, like you put your 
effort where your values lie. Or, That's such a good quote. Like, <laughs> That's so true. Like, I feel like whatever you want to do comes from what you think your values are, what you want to be doing. So I value good quality friendships. Therefore, I'm going to put my time and effort mm. into them. So I guess it depends. I mean, it's different for everyone. True. With their friendships and like some people find it harder to make friends, which is so understandable. Like we're very lucky to have made our friendship when we were younger in school because mm. it can be so much harder when you're old. Like, cause it is. Especially when you don't know anything about this person's history. Mm. They're just a random stranger. But I guess I it's similar to dating. Even now, like I think the context is what makes our friendship easy. Like yeah. even when I have problems now, like it's not that I don't want to open up to people. Like I'm very, I'm an open person. Mm. But if I explain to s- another friend like what my struggle is right now like for example I feel like you're offloading onto them a bit I feel like yeah I'm offloading and also I have to give them so much context to them to get it yes like something like if I'm going through whatever I'm going through now as an isolated incident it's like yeah that sucks but like it's not that deep but you have the context Mm, for everything so I can be like oh maybe it's so honestly this yeah so credit to people trying to make good quality adult friendships like it is hard like it's it's easy to make friends in like a social way but to it's you're always like sort of testing the waters of like how much can I tell them or should I tell them and what's a good amount with it before it becomes love bombing in a friendship way yeah yeah I think Mm. like one of the main things is and I've heard this a million times is people love to say to like oh let's skip the small talk let's skip the small talk and jump Mm. straight into you know feeling so so close but I remember I can't remember where I heard it but it was like you can't really avoid those Mm. small talk stages or Mm. like you can't rush a friendship Mm. so like even with new friends like you don't want to be hanging out with them every single like day yeah because then it's just cramming too much Mm. and it's you can't really set that standard for the rest of the friendship yeah you can't make time for every someone really true it has to evolve naturally exactly i think everything just takes time Mm. so just a little bit of effort yeah that's so true (laughs) making time for things and Mm. you know keeping things interesting true being open Mm. you're pretty open i feel like you're you're a lot better at making friends than i am in that like i can make friends on the spot like but it's hard to i I struggle to maintain friendships you're really good at maintaining like just all your other friendships like you make time for people which i think and again that makes sense yeah yeah exactly and i think that yeah making that effort is probably the most important thing Mm. cool Okay, let's do a rapid fire round. Where did I steal this from? Is it on? Does Jay Shetty do it? I don't know where I'm getting this from. Anyway, I feel like that's. I feel like it's a thing. Okay. okay, rapid fire. What are two words you would use to describe yourself? Ooh, <laughs> are you laughing? Cause it's a hard question. Or? I'm laughing because I hate it. <laughs> <laughs> two words to describe myself. Oh, I don't know. I can think of plenty. Can you do a different question? Okay. If you could be best friends with any celebrity, who would it be? I feel like I wouldn't mind being Khloe Kardashian's friend. Oh, that's a good one. I think I like she seems her. fun. She's funny. Mm. Okay. Cool. How about you? Do you have one? Oh. Oh, why am I struggling now? So there's just too many. Like, I, yeah. I don't like... There's too many options. Yeah, I'm trying to think who's someone that I see that I think I would vibe with. Like, how can you narrow it down to one person? Mm. Uh, I don't know. Maybe Kylie Jenner. Like I, I know it's, ba- I know it's basic, but she seems like to just like. She'd know, be a fun friend. Yeah, like she seems fun and chill, and I like like, I don't know. Yeah. 
like play with her kids and stuff. That'd be nice. <laughs> her cute kids. Cool. Wow. Okay. Well, we've done a lot of talking. I'm impressed. That I'm concludes the episode. Is there anything else that you want to tell the listeners? Any any closing thoughts? Any anything you want to promote? <laughs> I've got nothing to promote. Yes, you do. <laughs> yes, you do. Tell them about your little side hustle. Don't be rude. she's got a little etsy store but i won't link it in the bio but you can check the bio just in case (laughs) it was a little lockdown project oh yes okay no closing thoughts um yeah basically closing thoughts is being i'm very grateful to have such a close to be able to experience such a close friendship such as ours in my life because I have no idea what my life would be like. Honestly, how do you picture it? I probably, I mean, I'd probably just be a little bit more lonely. (laughs) I know it's nice just having a friend that you can just tell everything to. True. And I think it's important to prioritize friendship. Like I think I, it's, that's why it's good to have these deeper friendship connections because I feel like this year particularly, I've very much been in like a hermit mode where I've been very, Oh, just like, I don't know. I feel like I've been feeling the weight of a lot of things that I've been through and trying to work through things and, you know, trying to get things off the ground and my work. And it's just been like a busy year and I've just been at home a lot. I've not been as social as I usually am. And knowing that like, like Neve's just always there and someone that I can talk to and I don't have to go out for dinner and I don't have to do things. That's like, I don't know what it is, but I just like, I've not been as out and about and as social. I've just been at home like, it's probably the economy a bit. Well. <laughs> True, because he lives. Um, but yes, it's like times like now where you need these deeper friendships where you can just be having deep conversations and it's just chilling. It's surface level. Yeah, we don't need to go out and do things. like Obviously, that stuff's important. That's nice. But that's why it's good when you are feeling the best version of yourself to be intentional and, you know, give to your friends. Like mm. It's hard, especially now with personal development and stuff. We are. It is important to be selfish in a lot of ways and not selfish, but prioritize yourself. But don't ever you know, don't ever forget about your, your close friends and you know who those people are in your life. You know, who's there for you when things are hard, you know, who understands you like even when you're definitely one of the things we need as a human being. Yeah. Yeah. Humans need connection, like value those connections because yeah, when the times hit where it's harder to make friends and do all that stuff, like these are the things that like, you know, keep you, keep you afloat. Like I feel like it's like a sense of community. So yeah. I definitely think friendship is very important and I'm glad we could just have this little candid conversation. If you guys have any questions, you should please, please um, message me on the podcast Instagram. It's the lucky girl complex and the email is the lucky girl complex at gmail.com. So if you have any questions for me, questions for Neve, please let me know. I think it'd be fun to do a Q and a one next time. Like we'll answer questions because my questions were all like, Spare of the moment, <laughs> yeah. top of my head. But I feel like, yeah, I think you're a great, you're just a great person to ask questions about friendship. Or just, I don't know, relationships. Like for someone who's single, you really are very intentional with all your relationships. And I think it's interesting for people to hear that perspective because people don't know how long friendships last. And mm-hmm. it's nice to have a bit of intel. So True. hopefully you can do a part two with me one day. One day. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, thanks so much everyone for listening. And thank you to Neve. If you want to follow her, what's your Instagram? She's like looking at me, like shaking her head. She's not an influencer, so she doesn't want to. Well, neither am I. So <laughs> I don't like being perceived. She doesn't even like being perceived. Your Instagram's probably on pub private, anyway, isn't it? Yeah. Okay, don't worry about that. All good. Um, but yeah, so if you yeah if you want to get in touch with the podcast, please yeah check the Instagram, the Lucky Girl Complex. You can email the Lucky Girl Complex at gmail.com. 
And I really hope you enjoyed the episode. Please, yeah, leave me your feedback. I'd really love to hear it. And again, thank you so much for all the support on the show so far. This show has been, yeah, such an amazing, beautiful journey so far. And I'm loving all the episodes. I'm excited to have more guests. And I will talk to you very soon in the next episode. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Cute.